Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys are at the last home game of the year, last game of the year, last game baseball game to be played of the year at Isotopes Park. Let's go. I'm so happy and so sad at the same time. I have in front of me the definition by weather.gov of precipitation probability, okay? Okay. The probability of precipitation forecast is one of the most least understood elements of the weather forecast. I tried to tell you about this like a month ago. The probability of perception has the following features. The likelihood of occurrence of precipitation is stated as the percent. So, for instance, Van, the percent of rain today was 1%. Last night and this morning, the percentage of rain was 1%. A measurable amount is defined as 0.01 inches or within a hundredth of an inch of rain accumulation, okay? Okay. Okay. The measurement of liquid precipitation of the water is equivalent to frozen precipitation, okay? okay. And you know water expands when it freezes. You're fastly losing me, but I'm going to hang on for a minute. The probability forecast is for any given point in a forecast area, which by our system is a county. Correct. Okay. So there's a 1% chance of rain in Bernalillo County. Yes. Okay. The tarp is currently on the field at Isotopes Park. Well, it's nice to be part of the 1%, am I right? Yeah, 1% over here. If uh, you follow at TalkABQ on Instagram. You'll see us on the hill. Uh, not yet. <laughs> I'll put. I'll post us on R.I.P. Topes Hill, mm-hmm. or as I've been referring it to this season, Bernard's Bump. The Bernard Bump. Yep. Uh, I put up a video on at Talk ABQ on Instagram just now of it raining on the concourse. It's raining on the concourse, and then feet away, it is dry on the field. Correct. And it's one of the spookiest things I've ever seen. Yes, there is a line of demarcation. Yep. Between. Rain falling on the concourse and rain not falling on the field. Well, let me tell you something, Fred. Yes. Amateur meteorologist doesn't go by the 1%. No. He goes by the radar map, and it looks like this is just a little sprinkle. Well, petrichor. Just a little sprinkle. Just enough to make it smell nice. Smells great. Up here at the lab. Then it's going to blow right over and not affect the game at all whatsoever. It smells like freshly washed linen. Yes, it's one of my. That's my favorite. One of my favorite words to hear, to say, and to smell. Fred is petrichor. It's like whenever you go to Mister Car Wash, and they say, "Would you like a fragrance for your car, Mister Slow?" And I said, "Yes, petrichor." Yeah. And then they just crack the windows a little bit when they run it through there. Uh-huh. And then it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little... Makes it easier to shampoo. Well, musky boy. Mm-hmm. Got a list of guests today. You want to run them off? Sure, I'll do that. <laughs> 415, we got Mr. Everything here at the lab once again in his normal spot. Forrest Stolting. Wait, Forrest Stolting is joining us on the last day of baseball at Isotopes Park on the last time that the program is live from Isotopes Park? That is correct. Okay. 
Well, let me let me just tell you. Uh, spoiler alert: Every segment we have today is all Isotopes baseball. We will be celebrating the Isotopes. Yes. Their season, their greatness. We're their saving our Brett Favre cancellation takes for tomorrow. Tomorrow. So every segment is Isotopes except for except for one. Let me tell you, five o'clock. My favorite dude, head coach of your UNM Lobo football team, Danny Gonzalez. Let's go. Back to the rundown. Okay. 4.30, voice of Isotope Stadium, Mr. Dylan Storm. Hold up. 4.45. Is he doing, is one of the uh, between innings yeah. promotions tonight, is that the yeah. slip and slide? I hope so. Because the tarp's on the field, man. <laughs> the ramp is for loading and unloading. Thank you. 445, owner of the Isotopes, Miss one Mr. Ken Young. Who we've not had on the program I'm before. I'm really excited. Same. Get old Kenny on here. celebrate the year. Probably we're getting promoted to the big leagues. 515, we got Brandon Gold. Probably sending us up to Colorado. A smart move on that Probably point. a call up on the last day. We'll do Fridays there for the rest of the year. We'll know whenever he joins us if all the players gather around him in a semi-circle. Nice. Then we'll know, like, this is the moment. I'm a big Coors Field mark. Ah, Coors. I love Coors. Coors. The bar up in right field, you just can't beat it. Coors. 515, Brandon Gold. Speaking of uh, one Dylan Storm, they're just walking by just right there. Making life happen. Get the, helping getting the tarp on. Got the tarp Look at this on the guy. field. 530. You say Brandon Gold's joining us? Brandon Gold. For the last time this season? Yes. In the final game in Isotopes so Park? So sad. Brandon Gold will join us. 5.30 VP and GM of the Isotope. Okay. Mr. John Traub. Let's go. And then we always have a lot of fun with this guy. You've heard a lot from him on our program this year. 5.45 and 6 to recap the season. Voice of the Isotopes, Mr. Josh Sushan. And uh, presu- star-studded lineup. Yeah, it's a pretty good lineup. We're talking about baseball. Heavy hitters. Also, Danny Gonzalez at 5 o'clock. So we're going to talk a lot of... Lobos football. Tarp is on the field out here at Isotopes Park. It's going to give us a, well, you know what will happen is we'll end up going long. Van Lille. And they're not going to make this one up. By the way, friend of the show. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to text me or the text line. But I got a reserve level ticket that someone just walked by and handed okay, to me. That's not really radio worthy. So if you, uh, if you want a ticket, somebody just walked by and handed me one. That is, so that, there you go. Yeah, that's, uh, that's more of a personal text than an announcement. That's hey, cool. I'm going to give away this ticket. Yeah, but that's more of a, hey, come meet me in front of the ballpark. Well, like, they're already coming. That's one of those things. Everyone will be here tonight. Crowd should fill out tonight. I was here last night after our broadcast. It was a pretty good little evening out here. The crowd was uh, sparse. You know, it was obviously the rain was an issue, and it was pitch black at, you know, 7.05 when the first pitch went off or whatever. Yeah. Tough loss for the boys at home looking to finish. It's hard to get people out on Taco Tuesday. It, oh, there's so many other options in the world. <laughs> Not Tuesday night football. No, the one night of the that they don't. Yeah. It's the one. Thursday night football starting. Also, uh, your boys are uh, we're primed to make an announcement. So we got a Thursday night football thing in the works. That will come whenever it is solidified. So as much fun as we're having at Howie's on Mondays, we're going to try to translate that to Thursdays as well. So very exciting about that. A lot of news in the world of sport today, Van, including that update on the hurricane in Florida, as I guess I errantly reported yesterday. It was my understanding that it was all but a done deal that the football game played in Tampa Bay was going to be moved to Minnesota. But the NFL said, hold up. Wait. So they're waiting, I guess, until 
the 11th hour? I'm not sure of the purpose behind this thing, but they don't have any interest of announcing an actual move to allow people to make travel accommodations or figure it out or anything. They're going to try to play this thing at home for some reason whatsoever when I believe this hurricane, and this is not an exaggerated number, is dropping a foot of rain every hour? It's one of the worst ever to hit Florida, and they're just going to hang out and maybe play football? No, get out of there. you got to get out get of your, there. Get your family out of there. Get the whole town out of there. Well, Leave Florida, you idiots. We're talking about the NFL, but like... Not they, just because of the hurricane. No. Just <laughs> all also, the time. Also because just Florida. Leave and be gone. In Major League Baseball, it's like, oh, you know, we get the playoffs coming, and Atlanta might be kind of affected by this thing. we got to figure out a thing for the Braves. Like, this is down the road. But that's like the dichotomy, the difference of the two sports, isn't it? Yeah. To where it's like Major League Baseball is like, hey, we'll make some moves, and we'll get some guys in the right places and make sure we're set up for success. And, by the way, we'll tell everyone involved that we're in. Naturally. But the NFL is like, oh, just keep hanging out, boys. Yeah, you'll be fine. I don't know. It's not like here at Isotope Stadium where it's just going to blow over. No, it's an actual hurricane, like a real one. Not like this tiny sprinkle we have here right now. Basically letting up already. It's basically done. It's, it, I had a, so I was raised by a, a Creole woman. You've told me. Fred, I don't know if I've talked about this on air. You have, yes. My favorite uh, lady on earth, it's not my mother, daughter, or sister, one Lorena Godfrey, she was a little bit into the voodoo, and she told me... Witch doctor. You're talking she, about she, being a witch doctor. She, yes, that is correct. She's a Creole voodoo practitioner, and I was raised by her. If you uh, were wondering why I'm so weird, there's a little look in to some of my history. Okay. She said if it rains while the sun is out, it's going to rain at that exact same time the next day. And right now at Isos Park, it is sprinkling and the sun is out. So my nanny, my second mom, Lorena, if she's right, 410 tomorrow, it's going to be sprinkling in this part of town. Eventually, your logic has to fail. Eventually, there comes a day where it does not rain. Yeah, yeah, eventually. I haven't noticed. <laughs> what? She's been 100% right. There's probably some, you know, meteorological phenomena. I'm just an amateur meteorologist. I'm asking you. I'm no Steve Stucker. Why there's a tough decision to be made between playing in a hurricane and Minnesota. Uh-huh. And your train of thought is that a Creole witch doctor from your youth that may or may not have been employed by your family. Yeah. Once told you uh-huh. a wives' tale, correct? About rain forecasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to Minnesota, man. Yeah, just go to Minnesota. Just yeah. go to Minnesota. Okay. It's not safe. I like my story, though. It's a good story. What is the point of the unnecessary hardship? Not of your story. Of this decision. I don't get it either. You're preaching to the choir. Players, staff, support staff, personnel. Fans, families. Do you want me to keep going? Children? Yep. Well, I would identify them as part of families. Also fans. Well, Creole nannies. (laughs) So hyper-specific and unnecessary. (laughs) So if the NFL makes an update, which I would expect, because landfall has happened. Yeah, it's already there. It's on the land. Yeah. 
And then who are you in front of if you're at home? The stadium is empty. No one lives there. Oh, my God. You smell it. They just started cooking hot dogs here. I can smell it. Oh, my goodness. What do you, you don't eat mm. meat. Mm. Still smells good. Still smells like a ballpark. Vital, after I get back from the break, I'm going to reset my entire existence <laughs> from the ramblings that is Van Nunley. Sponsors when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Are you am? Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, bro. The Jim Rome Show. Show. Weekdays at 10. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The The Sports Sports Animal. Animal. Rain, rain, Forrest, go away. All right. Forrest Stolting joining us on the program. Big promotion tonight at the ballpark. What's going on, Forrest? It's the last game of the year. Kind of like a pr- promotion. And, <laughs> but the big promotion, post game, fans yep. can line up by section 117, go out to the bur- the center field hill, Tope Slope, Isotopes Hill, Bernard's Burn, whatever you want to call it. Get your picture in front of it, say goodbye, and move on. You That's get, pretty sweet. Do you get to like take like a small shovel and take a souvenir, like whenever they were taking out Bush Stadium two for Bush Stadium three, and people just ripped out the urinals and the chairs and stuff? Is it that kind of energy? No shovels, <laughs> but <laughs> Is one of the pictures. Lovely, one of the lovely <laughs> pictures, please. <laughs> one of the lovely ushers here at Isotopes is going to have to get a metal detecting wand. Yes, mm-hmm. for all these shovel wielding maniacs that are coming. Yeah, uh, just need a little. What is that sod out there? What is that turf? What's up there? Kentucky uh, bluegrass right there. That's zoysia at best. Oh, I got a, it is quality, and it is thick, and it is dense, it is and very, it is well watered. Very thick. Because my knees are still wet from rolling down the hill earlier. Oh, how was that? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a short ride, but it was a lot of fun. So what's your, your favorite catch on the hill? Do you have one? Lance Berkman going back over his shoulder, <laughs> fully extended. To keep, you know what's funny <laughs> is that today is the six-year anniversary of the last game of Towles Hill in Houston. How funny! And today is the last game. It's a little more ironic than funny, but I'm not. Well, I mean, it's quite a cool coincidence that today and is that game, the last. It gave day. me a chuckle. I was like, "Huh? What do you know? Why do you really hate the hill, and why are you getting rid of it?" Safety, man. What? Player safety. Who's ever been hurt on the hill? You just never know. Yeah, I'd be proactive than reactive. Ooh, that's really smart. Okay, I don't accept this. <laughs> you know, Forrest, I got a special gift for you. So oh my! I, I know I let. Shouldn't have. I know snowflake. I let. I let the cat out of the bag a little earlier. He did slip we're up. Yeah, he did. Because I had to make sure what size T-shirt you were. Mm-hmm. So you know a T-shirt's coming, but you don't know what it is. It could be anything. So we're so appreciative of the partnership with uh, the Isotopes year-round. You are. And your it's wonderful a, contribution to the show a, It's two-way street, my friend. Not so me. <laughs> on, behalf, on behalf of Two Men On and New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Oh, wow. And we know you're a deadhead, Huge so we got tie-dye. you what? a special deadhead oh New Mexico Pinion Coffee shirt. Oh, my God. Check this out, fella. Wow. Isn't that nice? Isn't that dope? Should I hug Coffee. you on camera? I'm going to hug you on camera. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Hey. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I appreciate that. Now, this is sick. So you could, you could think uh, president, owner, operator, 
one Matt Bregger for that shirt because yeah, go to Matt Bregger. Put it Thank on you. right now. Why don't you just go to yeah, put it right, right on. Take off the <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Now, uh, beh- behind the scenes, if you're not watching yeah, on stripping Comcast down, 26. He's like Van Nunley at Universal Studio. Anybody got any ones? Anybody so, got any ones? I'm going to make it rain. Him, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so to me, and we didn't mention this yet because you've already accepted the gift, and this is like classic like they deliver a couch to your house, but it has a, it has like a tear, and they won't take it out the front yeah, door. Yeah. Oh man! So part of the ruling was from Pinion Coffee is you have mm-hmm. to leave the hill. <laughs> oh, oh man! Yeah. You caught me in the yeah. act. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> by accepting, well, I'll go talk to Ken Young and MLB. I'll be back. <laughs> Thank you. Did yeah, that we, come we down? Got, we got Ken Young on at four forty-five. Yeah, he's going to be a lot of fun to talk to. We'll we'll uh, just lobby for it to stay. Did it come down hill? From him, or was it? Nice. Thank you. I got you. Or was it? Was this decided here at the ice tips level that no, the hill had a really good run, or it's not being mandated, or how's it work? It's even high. It's MLB. Oh, is it? Yeah. So like when the new uh, MLB kind of took over the minor leagues in 2020 when they signed the new PDL, yeah. Um, player safety was heightened a ton, and player um, their nutrition, their facilities, everything. The bar was raised. Mm-hmm. To meet the major league standards, and so in order to meet those standards, you can't just give them pizza every day now. Exactly. Yeah. Bogus so it, it's, there's, a lo- there's a lot of things behind the yeah. scenes that fans won't even know, but the player uh, players' lives day to day are much better than they used to be, and part of that will also be making sure that there's no torn Achilles yeah. going up that and day, and that you aren't perpetually tormenting them in their existence, exactly. as you have so previously done. It's been fun. But. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the reign of terror is over. Yeah, sun is coming out at Isotopes Park, and uh, the little what, do you, what would you call it? dusting? Sounds dry, so I'm not going to say dusting. How would you describe what this rain was? A sprinkle. Uh, it's a sprinkle. Yeah. yeah. So this. Yeah. So this brief sprinkle of yeah. rain, uh, more than likely, just dry up on the tarp there, and then we'll pull. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, we'll pull the tarp off just minutes before we start playing. I'd be absolutely stunned if you have any delay tonight, just because no more rain in the forecast. Didn't rain from what, maybe about twenty minutes or so. Not even that, that seems not generous. Too hard. That yeah, seems really fair. generous. Yeah, all all the, all that sprinkle really did was save Ed and the grounds crew a little time and I effort. Like- because they would have sprayed it down a little bit anyway. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah, just making their job easier. Yeah. Well, it's not Lighten like the load. What game number are we in? The One last 48. 48. 148. Well, they, had a, they canceled two, man. So there was two of them they didn't you, make You did not play two games in Sugar Land. Yeah. yeah. I need you to be on my level here. Or El Paso, excuse me. What, but, well, no, Sugar Land, excuse me. It was yep. probably both the way I see it. And <laughs> so anyway, look, Portem, no one's taking infield right now. No one's going to no. take batting practice. Like, we're past that point of the season. Oh, yeah. We have, yeah. There's nothing scheduled on field anyways today, so I'm not going to disrupt anything on field. It's just some more of a, a minor inconvenience for the front office staff and the ground yeah. crew to pull that well, thing, put it, put it on and put, put, um, pull it off. We're not playing rain delay, late start, and we're not playing extra innings. These guys got to catch flights yeah. after the games. They're going Like, home. this season is over. It is. Yeah. Well, El Paso, they're going to Las Vegas tomorrow. What's their problem? They got AAA. Uh, they're playing for the PCL uh, championship on Friday, hold on. Then whoever wins that, going to the Triple A championship. I'm already um, emotional today. Yeah, well, it's the season's over for the Isotopes, so that that's that's where you can stay. Emotional. So let me help you out, Fred. This is just one more opportunity to see El Paso lose. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. There you go. Into that energy. Because if they don't, if they're the the champions. That won't sit good with me all off season. No. They play in Reno, and then it's going to be Durham versus Nashville in the IL. Um, so 
really good squads. I like Reno's chances. They, they're throwing a complete ace on the mound. Brandon Fott, most strikeouts uh, Fott, in, in minor league, show. In yeah, minor league, the minor league baseball yeah. this year. So um, we'll see what happens. So but They're going to be throwing Jay Groom, who's been excellent himself this year. It's going to be a great game I to mean, watch. I mean, can hit him, though. I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about that no, thing. No big deal. Should have the game here. Wait, hey, so where is the championship, you boy? Is it going to be in Vegas no matter what? It's in Las Vegas, yep. No so matter at, what. At, at their new ballpark there, yep. Are you going up for it? Uh, we'll see. So that's I, a no. I cannot that's confirm or deny that yet. What you're saying is no. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, me and Van could go. What's the problem? You don't want to invite us? No, by all means, come on. Yeah. We can wear matching T-shirts from New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We I got mine on. I'm ready to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for Vegas to have the second best stadium in all of minor league yeah. baseball. That's exactly it. Second yeah. to us, obviously. Well, and, and a little bit like boo Major League Baseball for trying to bring us back down to the plebeian level of a completely level field. <laughs> like, huh. like our hill literally puts us above the rest. Well, I think the altitude does. Oh, yeah. Uh, does. Also, literally, you know. Aside from Wynn Bernard going up to the majors this season, what was your favorite part of the year? I have to say either when uh, grassroots baseball came in, uh, oh, Jeff Ottelson and Gene Firth, or, yeah. you know, the big one, Breaking Bad, Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston came in. Those two guys, see, be, being around for those those two events were just absolutely spectacular. Those two things you left us out of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. probably, probably, um, yeah. But then also all the home runs we've hit this year, when Bernard hit that home, the grand slam to not only tie to break the minor league record and tie the major league record, but also it was his 20th home run to get a 2020 season. Mm-hmm. Only the fourth guy to do that uh, uh, in the history of the Topes. That was pretty cool as well. Um, there's just so many. I could go on for, for hours, but I'd say those are the top three or four, I'd say. What's the wind down for the front office after – the season concludes. Like, all the players are gone. They're not even answering your calls anymore. Yeah. Like, obviously, we're not answering your calls, yeah, obviously. Why should, why you yeah. should you? Yeah. So, <laughs> so how, hey, I'll answer your call to go disc golfing. There, there you go. go. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but how quick does your seasonal depression kick in? Is Ooh. it? Do you make it past the weekend? or is It's it, already happened, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, this morning when I sent out the, those game notes for the last time, I was like, Okay. <laughs> Speechless. Will yeah. you even bother to do a post game today, or there's no reason? Oh, uh, we will. I will do a post game, 100. percent It'll be a big, long post game for sure. I'm not going to let anything slip past me. We're going to go 100. percent Put the whole bow on the season. So I have read 147 post games. I don't feel like there's a ton of mention of your boys here. Like in well, the, the post game is all about on field, you know, on field. Yeah, we went on the field. Well, I'm glad you Multiple did. Multiple times. <laughs> I still got like, grass. I got grass stains. <laughs> I mean, and also, like, it's rained here. It's a little wet. But a lot of your players have had our drip. Yeah. So, and I no, don't understand, yeah, I don't understand why there's not been a mention all year long. Like, if, yeah, if you mean, don't feel we're part of your success, you just say that right now to all of our friends of the show. I'm not going to confirm or deny that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Stolting, thank you for joining us for the last time this season. You'll be with us periodically throughout oh, yeah. the offseason. I can't wait. We'll talk about everything going on. You guys start stuff early. So it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll be 2023 already started a couple of months ago. Yeah. We, we're, we're already rolling towards that. Next week, full board 2023, and then move on from there, you know. I'm, in, I'm into that. We uh, Van and I would like to throw out a first pitch monthly. Does that sound fair? There's Dylan right over there, I That's think. Okay, that's <laughs> what we'll do. Van, who do we got whenever we come back? The voice of the lab.
one Dylan Storm. Let's do that. Forrest Stolting, thank you <laughs> so pleasure, very much, boys. brother. Yeah, thank you all. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YNCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits in the weekend. That, of course, is for New Mexico's vodka. Tell her vodka. Hey, now that you got Mondays off, you going to come down to Howie's Sports page, watch a little Monday Night Football? Have a... I don't watch the NFL, sorry. Hang out with the boys, grab some fellowship. That sounds fun. Yeah, meet some friends of the show. That sounds fun. Free hot dogs. I'm sold. Yeah, halftime giveaways. I'll be, I'll be the one guy happy to have his back to the TV. Did you? So many TVs. Did you no hear? Did you hear fair. the free hot dog part? Did you miss that part? I missed. It just you yeah. skipped right over oh my that. Gosh. Didn't you? Well, yeah. so you're in. I'm well. in. Come meet for a Stolting this yeah. Monday night at Howie's, in the flesh. Howie's yeah. Sports Page, 12500 <laughs> Montgomery Boulevard. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. Hell yeah. Yes. That's a yes. This is 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. If you post a pic with all of us in it, <laughs> you're going to get some serious traction on the interwebs. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying what app. Dylan Storm is on the show with us. Hello, gentlemen. So you hey, got to buddy. the ballpark at like 345, and then I saw you out there running the tarp at 347. That's exactly how it goes, <laughs> you know. At 635 first pitch, we get here. Yeah, 345 is generous. Usually yeah. it's about 430. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, we've been here all day, man, getting ready for the last game of the season. Super exciting. It's um, we do always take, a little... Take an infield? What are you doing? I wish, man. It's always a little bittersweet on the final final home game. But, yeah, the tarp beyond the field makes it feel a little tough, just slightly. Out there just popping up <laughs> fungos, just... Go out there in your flippies. Yeah. Yeah. Go out there with Sam Hilliard and just be like, all right, we're going we're gonna to test the berm right. here, the hill, because it's gone, because we're... I hope there's one more spectacular play on the hill there has tonight. To be. There, baseball is poetry. There has to be. Baseball is poetry. Did you write that one down? No. Hey, Van, write that down. No, he watched Moneyball once. <laughs> For love of the game. <laughs> What's your favorite baseball movie of all time, D? Um, I'm a Field of Dreams kind of guy. You don't let me finish my question. And why is it for love of the game? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with Kevin Costner. Thank you. So, yes, you I can. I mean, we're on the same wavelength, right? You can go wrong with Kevin Costner. It's called draft day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right, fair. That's, that one's even worse than for the love of the game. How many first dates you ever been on? Like a thousand, probably. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good number. Round number. Round number. <laughs> yeah, give or take. And do you feel like that number would have been drastically cut in half if you had used "For Love of the Game" as your first movie date movie? <laughs> like people would have known. <laughs> yeah. uh, I uh, I love Scully personally in that movie. Are you listening to this? Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know what I mean. I that's need the, this support. In that's a, the, in the cathedral that is Yankee Stadium. Right? I mean, you just don't get those kind of lines anywhere else. That's the only thing that redeems that awful movie is the presence of one Vin Scully. And a great love story. Thank you. No. I knew. Thank you. A horrible love story. He's reliving pitch by pitch the tragedy that has been his personal life parallel (laughs) to the success of his professional life and it comes to full culmination in Yankee Stadium in his retiring year with the lowly Detroit Tigers of 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 fidelity and 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 mid amen preach brother thank you miss me with that garbage major (laughs) league 
sucks. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. I don't know how we got in this tangent. First pitch is off at 635 because rain won't be a factor. So you're spent like a full house tonight. You got like you got your chops ready. You doing slip and slide off the berm as a mid inning promotion. <laughs> like, like what's the vision? Uh, you know what? What fun promotion we are doing tonight is anybody that comes out to the game mm-hmm. is able to head out to Isotopes Hill afterwards, snap some shots, do a little Kate before, Bush, a little Kate Bush, a little Kate Bush before the field renovation begins tomorrow. That's right. a, that's a so. running up that hill reference, that's right? Because none of our listeners know who Kate Bush is, Fred. <laughs> They don't know about mid quote, '80s pop singer and you got a quote pedestrian success Skinnerd or Credence. <laughs> Come yes. on, dude. There we go. Maybe Little John. <laughs> now it's going to be a great night. It's going to be a great night tonight. The skies have cleared. We're ready for baseball. Final game of the season. We're we're pumped. There's a lot of friends of the show listening right now. And they're like, I know that voice. That's the guy from the Lobos. That's what they're saying. When did the Lobos start for you, Dylan? When do you start bringing – are you at the next football game? Does it start with basketball? Uh, Lobos have started, yeah. Yeah, I but mean, you. I'm talking about you. Because there's an impersonator there now. <laughs> I am. I will be at the next football game. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, Ice Wolves in full swing. Ice Wolves, man. We started uh, this past weekend. How was it? So I was good. there. Pretty good. It was fantastic. Yeah. Love the Ice Wolves. Bunch of wins for the home team. Yeah, they went 2-0. They do. They do this that weekend. every time. That is a good team. Um, head coach Phil Fox was out here Monday Th- night. Throwing out, out the first, first pitch. pitch. Yes. Yes, indeed. So that's a great organization. Media. Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you do with the outtakes of you, like, say, you know, the zone is for loading and unloading? Like, how many of those oh, yeah, are you, are you <laughs> just really, like... Are you just like a one-take guy yeah. and then boom, it's over? What do you do with the mess-ups? That's what I want to know. We need a blooper reel. Would you like to hold on to those just just for fun? See us when you're I lonely. Think friend of the show, Isotope, <laughs> an Isotopes fan would love to hear them. Oh my goodness! If I went right now and bought Dylan recording my voicemail dot com, mm-hmm. right, and then we had people submit you calling their phones, I feel like that would be yeah. one of the most popular websites in the city of Albuquerque. Should we go like full movie trailer? Yes, voice guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. In I, a world. Oh, it's up to yeah. you. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Start over. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> In a world where Fred and Van wanted their voicemails recorded, there was only one guy who could do the job. All right. That's all I got. Sorry, Fred and Van. <laughs> cannot answer their phones. It's currently in their clear bags that are beneath one liter in size when you attend Isotopes Ballpark. Oh, my goodness. What's the weirdest announcement you ever done? Some weird. What's out there? Have you ever done, like, would the owner of the Wienermobile please move? You're double parked. Have you had to do that one? Um, I don't. I don't recall doing anything anything that drastic. You know, we've done some couple, a couple of repeat calls. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, do it in the Lexus. Your car's still there. Please, <laughs> please move it. Okay. But uh, but no, it's pretty straight up. Like the, I'm a big fan of the. Hey, Isotopes fans, buy one, get one free hot dogs at the concession. Because you guys are at the end of the line, right? You're not refilling that stuff. you got to get it out of there. So we're just, we're just giving away all of our hot dogs. Well, it's going to go bad in the, in the freezer anyways. That's fair. Yeah, you're not right. pumping new baseballs in the humidor. Or I'll, I'll hit you up in the seventh inning. Let's go grab a couple spare dogs. what I'm saying. Or donate them to us. We'll take them to Howie's on Monday. Ooh, good idea. Because they already have free hot dogs at Howie's How many donations Monday? do you guys want, man? You all want hot dogs? You want leftover voiceover recordings? Yeah. Yes. I mean. They're not for us. They're, it's all, they're for it's grab bag for the friends of the show. Oh, goodness.
So what's my finder's fee for when I send people to your cameo? Yeah, that's a good question. To do happy birthday dancing. I'll give you 10%. Excellent. I'm charging a buck. It's not a good deal. Those dimes add up, brother. (laughs) There it is. Make some phone calls, man, back in the 1980s. That's... That one lost me. I don't get that one. Oh, like what you mean? Like you call? Ah, it costs dime pay phone. Yeah. Now I get it. Uh-huh. I didn't get it. It's not that I'm dumb. We always give you a little extra time. It's okay. Just it's nothing new. The best part about like this. Person. Your name is Fred Slow. Okay. Ah, nice. Ever heard that one? <laughs> <laughs> the best part about us pretending to do professional radio right now is that we're all actual friends. And that's, yeah. <laughs> there's an insane amount of personal time spent outside of this thing filled with laughter and inside jokes. That's and I true. don't know if it all translates to the broadcast. No. But I'm going to tell you right now, I very much enjoyed this. I enjoyed everything about it. Is it over already? <laughs> is, that all, is that all we got? Yeah. Crazy how time uh, flies. Time flies. Dylan Storm. Who talking to a couple idiots. We could have on during the Lobo season, but... I mean, there are better gets during the Lobo season. I see what we could do. We could <laughs> reach out to all kinds. Oh, my goodness. What oh, did I kinds. do to deserve this? Oh, friend. Okay. This is oh. lovely. Oh, it's soft. I I'm love so soft very chocolate So chip describe cookies. what just happened. I'm not stealing your cookie, am I? This is. Oh. oh cookies for everybody? I tell you, this is the end of day fellowship, Dylan, that only Isotopes Park has. As friends of the show are bringing cookies Thing. To the broad path. Oh. I'm about this. Did, I know you do, Michael. Okay, from our producer, Mike. He, Mike wants a cookie. All right, let's grab a break. Whenever I get back, I'm going to get a water and a milk. I'm <laughs> yeah. very excited. <laughs> Two minutes on, 95.9 FM and AM. Thank you, Dylan. You're Six, welcome. <laughs> 610 AM, the sports animal. Come armchair quarterback with the opening drive. Weekday mornings starting at 7 on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to the ballpark. Joining us on the broadcast, owner of your New Mexico Albuquerque Isotopes, Ken Young. Ken, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, bro. I'm doing great. Hey, Francina, Thanks for having me. Francina Walker just walked by, so we got a little distracted here. <laughs> hey, Cheers. girl best in the business stadium voice of the albuquerque isotopes francina walker ken first time on the program welcome my well, friend thank you i appreciate you having me on we, we, you know what this is this is getting it in under the tag yeah, this yeah. is what you've done yeah, here right. yeah. successfully sneaking in at the end of the year how'd you feel like the year went for the boys how'd you how'd you feel about the the team overall set some attendance records yeah. did some real fun yeah. stuff you know what i will tell you attendance wise and so forth been a great year nice coming off the the two COVID years, obviously, one of them we didn't play anyway, uh, but it just uh, an excellent year. But the other thing is, and I know our record hasn't been great, but, boy, we have sent a lot of guys to the Rockies. Heck, and, yeah. And we've had a lot of just young, good ball players and, and guys, you know, like Wynton Bernard, who has made it after a decade and so forth. Just real exciting. So, that's uh, It's been real, real positive. And, you know, as we sit out here on the concourse right now and you just look out, I mean, how, how can you beat this? You, you can't yeah. beat it, you know? Let's talk about the, the facilities because I don't think every Burcano, every Duke citizen knows how good they have it here, how amazing this stadium is. And from what I understand, there's going to be some upgrades next year. 
there are going to be upgrades, and uh, the biggest one we're looking at right now, we'll have right. a new scoreboard, and what? we'll be able to yeah. do all kinds of things That's with public? it. public? I didn't know that. Breaking news. <laughs> okay. I, I just softballed that one in for you. Yeah, you got it. You got it. it I, actually, that board will be coming down very soon, and uh, the new board going up, but it, it really will make it. And we get a lot of great use out of these boards, yeah, but sure. the the new board coming in will be terrific, and uh, that'll be that'll be real big. I've been fortunate to see, I think, fifty minor league and independent league baseball stadiums around the country. Really? I've, I've been to a bunch of them, wow. and this one rakes up there for me with, I think, some of the best. Period. Uh, the yeah. best. Yeah. How, I'm, how dare you? I, I love here. I'm a big fan of Davenport. Davenport does really well. There's a couple of really good ones around the country. But here is so unique, and it's always innovative. Can you talk a little bit about how important it is to have new attractions and have new engagements for the fans every three, five years? You know, and it's, that's a great point because I look at the ballpark a little bit like you look at amusement parks. Same. You, you got to have that big ride every three to five years, something new, something that it's just a brand new attraction. And the same thing with, with a ballpark. I mean, this is a great ballpark, as you said, but you, you got to keep things new. So in this case, a new board will be real big. Obviously, we have a new field going in, and except for the fact, and I, I know we'll talk about this, but except for the fact that we won't have the hill, you know, a new field may not mean a lot to a regular fan, but it is something that every so often you need to do. It, it's, it you got to do it. But it just changing things in the ballpark are things that are important, and we try to keep this place between us and the city of Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to constantly put investment into it. Now, hear me out. We get like a time lapse GoPro, and we put it up. The hill, the scoreboard, the field, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Just capture the whole thing. That's a million views, right? You're going to get a million views off that flip. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. We, we do things like that sometimes. Uh, or we'll show, we'll show, let's say, the scoreboard going up in a fast pace. Yeah. And, uh, yeah you know, sure. in one minute, you got the whole thing coming down and going up. So uh, that's, that's some neat stuff to do. A, a lot of great promotions, a lot of unique special nights here at the lab is there one that has a special place in your heart that you think is the funnest most interesting that you really enjoy as far as over the last 20 years are you talking <laughs> oh sh- <laughs> hey sure hey we'll go we'll go back as far as you want <laughs> <laughs> well i mean there is there are a lot of memorable nights in here although i will say let's face it this is albuquerque and some of the the more memorable ones are when you're you're down by eight runs and come back to yep. win in the final yeah. two innings, you know. But I will say that, uh, you know, Manny Ramirez, when he was here for that rehab, and although he didn't get a lot of uh, at-bats, that was one exciting, especially the first night. I mean, it was Sports bonkers. Center covering us and yeah. having as many national sports people here yeah. as we did. It, it, it was cool. I think even our hat was uh, on the Sports Center desk that night. Love it. And, and just, you know, we were kind of the center of the sports world for a little while. But there, there have been so many great nights that we've had here. And, and even this, this year, you know, you look at, we were talking a little earlier off the air, that, you know, that Brian Cranston auction night with Breaking Bad. Sure. It just, yeah. there's certain things sometimes that you don't quite expect. You think they're going to be good, but you don't necessarily think they're going to be great. And then they take off. And I'll tell you, as a sports fan and as somebody who's, you know, obviously 
been involved in uh, ownership of baseball teams for a while. Those are exciting times sure. when when you're able to just take part in that and things happen that you don't really expect. Friend of the show, Ken Young, thank you so very much for your time with us and obviously everything you do for the ball club here in town. Any final words before we go, friend? Oh, well, for me, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I thought you were talking to me. Uh, <laughs> I just want to thank the fans. Yeah. I know we only got a few seconds, but, boy, it has been a great year here, and I just want to thank the fans for their support, right. and we are so appreciative. I love it. Whenever we get back, more Albuquerque Isotopes talk up until the Albuquerque Isotopes take over this broadcast channel. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now, now betting, betting for the, for sports, the sports Animal. animal. Your, Your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two, men on. on. Van, Van Nunley, Nunley and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on deck circle. circle. Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Head coach of the New Mexico Lobos, Danny Gonzalez, welcome to the program. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Oh, a pretty good day. Last it's day at the good. ballpark for the Isotopes. So we're talking a lot of baseballs, kind of reminiscent over the summer, my friend. Awesome. I mean, Icehill Park is, is a, a great place to do that. This is the last one of the year, and I have, like, this weird mix of anxiety and happiness and sadness all at once because we're not going to be here for another year. That's a long time, but when you get back, there will be no more Tope Slope either. So, I mean, there, there's, you, can, you can shed a tear for that, too. Hey, we're we're trying to rebrand it the the Bernard Bump. Yeah, what do you, what do you think to, about yeah, that? Trying coach? to get that over. <laughs> I like that. I mean, it lasts for a couple more days, but I I do I like it. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> UNLV on Friday night for you, Coach. Obviously, the weekend with LSU. How was Baton Rouge? How was the trip? How did the team feel being on the road? It was. Uh, I mean, it was a good experience. Those guys seeing that stadium, the crowd, and stuff. But it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't quite the outcome we looked for, so you know we'll 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 do better next time. Wait, what did, what did you learn about the squad facing a rough and tumble, nationally ranked SEC team? How'd the boys stack up? Uh, any lessons learned? You know, I mean, obviously we still need to get a little bit uh, bigger and stronger because the uh, the guys that we were trying to tackle, we were bouncing off a couple times. We had a couple third-down opportunities in the first half that we weren't able to get off the field because we couldn't get them on the ground. Um, but, you know, the, the idea behind that is build them stronger in the weight room. We're going to continue to play these games, and we're not afraid of them. We didn't lose anybody during that time. So we'll, we'll be ready for Friday night with, with everybody on our team, and I'm excited for that. This upcoming weekend, obviously looking for the first conference win, and and it's going to be a big deal, I think, because the numbers are they're kind of going your way, right? So it was against Boise. Uh, you guys were obviously in the mix there throughout the first half and, and then towards the end and then really had strong control of the LSU game up until the final moments. Uh, how prepared do you feel these two big games have been for you against UNLV? You know, the opportunity to compete against high-level opponents is, is obviously important, and I think it helps you along the way. Uh, now that we get in back, back into conference play, we have one more non-conference game with the 
the school down south. But outside of that, we're we're in the midst of our league now, and all those games are are really important. So uh, I think it helps the preparedness, and we'll we'll see how it turns out on Friday night. All right, talking a little off the field, you guys are in Vegas. I mean, you guys are you on a short? The kids on a shorter leash, you know, these young student athletes especially the 21-year-old young student-athletes. Are these guys on a shorter leash in Vegas? Uh, there's no different in the way we'll prepare for the road trip. We'll get there uh, in the afternoon. We'll have our regular dinner, our walkthrough. They don't have time to go walk around the strip, experience the strip, none of that stuff. Um, it, it's just a normal road trip. They can see the strip when we fly in, and they can see the strip when we fly out. <laughs> smart. It's not so bad. It's yeah. Super smart approach. Head coach of the uh, UNM Lobos, Danny Gonzalez, joining us on the program. We're talking about the big game coming this week and obviously the reaction to last weekend. Uh, I was reaching out to some of the people I know in the industry nationwide because the LSU game was the LSU UNM game was available everywhere. And kind of the opinion I got from everyone around the country was uh, defense is really strong for the Lobos. Like, obviously, what you did the opening week and then how well you did against UTEP. How have you been able to translate the perception of how well the defense has looked in the locker room, Coach? How have you been able to communicate the, the strength that is being identified in your club? Well, you know, I mean, we, we had played really, really good uh, up until the LSU game. I didn't think we were very good on third down. I thought we missed some tackles that we normally make. Uh, so we have a high expectation around here for, for what we do, and I didn't think we met it. So, I mean, if you, if you pat them on the back too much or if they listen to all that outside noise, right. oftentimes they'll start believing it and, and it'll go against you. So we had to put our, our head back down to the grind this week and get prepared to play a team that's playing really good on offense right now. Coach, four games into the year, who's, who's worked their way up the depth chart? Who have you been impressed by? so far that, that worked their way into a better gig? Well, obviously, A.J. Halsey has done some good things with Tavian Combs being out. Um, he, he's been a bright spot in the secondary. Uh, Ronald Wilson uh, has really come alive. I mean, he played pretty well as a true freshman, gave up some plays, and has really come into his own this year uh, on the defensive side of the ball. And then on the offensive side, I mean, I think Christian Washington obviously is an elite talent. Uh, I mean, I expect to see bigger things as we go from him. And then Jaden Holoby the last couple weeks, has, has stepped up and done some things. I mean, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can lead block. I mean, he can do some, some of those good things. And then the offensive line, I think J.C. Davis is, is really a, a special player, and I think Colin James is, is really coming to his own. I think they're starting to mesh a little bit better, and we need to see a lot more product, productivity out of them this Friday. You had talked about being in Baton Rouge. You had talked about being in front of the big fan base out there. When you're doing walkthrough, whenever you arrive in Las Vegas, do you walk everyone into Allegiant Stadium first? Do you kind of let them see what that cathedral is, so that the first time they experience it is not like a shock and awe? We'll we'll do that on on Friday morning. Our normal yeah. routine is to get up in the morning. We'll go do a walkthrough at the stadium, whether we're home or away. If they'll let us on the field, uh, that way they can get used to it. They can see the locker room set up, just like you said. They can get all that aha moment out of there out of their minds and then when we get back there it's just like going to any other stadium and and getting ready to play coach how's uh lobo talk going at the salt yard how you liking the new digs you know it's been awesome i mean they've they've opened us up into a new room uh it's been great the uh the environment over there has been awesome now tonight there won't be any other football on tv so that's a little bit uh disappointing but it's been great and the crowd's been great and 
Um, I mean, it's the food is good. It's a it's the Lobo watch party when we're not here, and I heard it was pretty good on Saturday. So it's been a great move over there, and and I'm excited for the show tonight. What will you know for certain after Friday night, Coach? What is what is the one takeaway that is no longer going to be in question for you and the staff as it relates to the squad? Well, I mean, we have to play well. Obviously, on both sides of the ball, I mean, we played okay on defense. We haven't played good enough on offense. So if, if we can put those things together and eliminate, eliminate assignment mistakes, I mean, that's the biggest thing. And if we're making too many mistakes, then we have to look at ourselves as coaches to make sure that we eliminate – asking them to do too much. And as we evaluate, I mean, we evaluate ourselves after every game. Uh, the better they play, obviously we taught them things better because that's what we are as teachers. The worse they play, then it's our fault. So we've got to make sure that they're prepared to eliminate mistakes and play to the best of their ability, and then we'll evaluate that after. Coach, I know you're your own harshest critic. What were you telling the boys this week? What did you have to work on the most? Well, you know, we're, we're right back into conference play. Um, like I said a second ago, eliminating mistakes. If you, if you don't think about what you're doing, you can do it a lot faster. And I think the Mountain West Conference, as you look at it from top to bottom, obviously we've got a couple schools that are struggling down to bottom. Uh, but I think about from the 9 to 1, it's really similar competition. So it's anybody's ball game. I think the race is wide open, and, and we've got an opportunity to keep ourselves in it if we can play well on Friday. Hey, speaking about racing and playing fast, that's turf out there, right? Like that's that's like a different energy than last week. Do you, do you think there's a comfort level in your players being on like a turf surface versus a grass surface, or is that just something a like a talking head would say? <laughs> no, I mean I think natural grass is is easier to play on. Um, it's it's less forgiving on your body, uh, all those things. And you'd be surprised um, they have both natural grass and turf fields in Allegiant. They have the ability oh, to that. go back and forth. Uh, when the Raiders play, and since the Raiders have a home game, it'll probably be grass. Uh, we'll find out when we get there on Friday. How interesting. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, flip back and forth. So is it just, I'm assuming it's just drug out the side of the stadium, like put in a parking lot, yeah. and then the other one's really similar to what they do in uh, Glendale. Yeah, I mean, they, they can take that stuff. I mean, what they the way they, they build these places now is, is unbelievable. We're living in the future. That's bonkers. Yeah, we're living in the absolute. That just blows yeah, we're living in the future. <laughs> all right, all right, coach. Last one from me because I know you got Lobo talk tonight. Um, the Lobos will secure a win against UNLV if they do what, coach? What is the key factor for you and the boys? Well, obviously, we have to get more than two first downs. Yeah, uh, we have to be able to take care of the football, and not turn it over. We have to take it away from them, and then we have to eliminate giving up big plays on defense. And we can't let them throw the ball over the top with success. Uh, we got to keep Doug Brumfield. Uh, in the pocket and not let him hurt us with his legs. And then we have to be aggressive play calling on offense and, and create some opportunities for both Jordan and Luke to get open. And that'll help if we can get the run game going uh, with the big guys up inside. So uh, we got to take care of the football, uh, be able to be a little bit more aggressive on offense, and then not give up big plays on defense. Who, what friend of the show, what Lobo fan, give him a little clue what's coming. Like, Who's going to make that big play? Who do you expect to step up? Well, you know, I think our running backs have opportunities. I think between Nate Jones and Christian Washington, there's some really uh, dynamic players right there that, that can do that. And then Jordan Porter, I mean, we've, we've really harped on him this week about using his athletic ability to win one-on-ones downfield so that Miles can find him the ball and get him, get him the ball in space where he can make some people miss. So watch those guys, and, and we'll figure out uh, whether we were right or wrong.
Danny Gonzalez, thank you so very much, friend. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy uh, enjoy the park tonight and enjoy the last few days of uh, boy, the Bernard bump. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hard yes. We will be tuned in, obviously, this Friday night as the Lobos take on UNLV and, and uh, best of speed to our team. And is, I'm telling you, I'm feeling it. I, I got a big idea of it. It's Same. A couple big plays early. Let the boys remember what scoring feels like, and, and I think we're set up for success. I got a prediction. Give it to me. Defensive touchdown. Oh, give me that. The D will put up points this weekend. Take it away. Yes, sir. I'll tell you what I'm taking away from that. I'm pro Lobo. That's what I'm taking away. Sam Hilliard will join us when we get back. We're talking the final home game of the season, and we're going to let him reminisce about the best moments on the hill out there. <laughs> Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. New, New Mexico, Mexico Sports, Sports Authority. Authority. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports, Sports Animal. Back on the program, back live from Ice Toast Park. Tarp is off the field. It's about to be a beautiful day of baseball. And joining us on the program, friend in real life, friend of the program, Sam Hilliard. Welcome. Yeah. There we go. Thanks for having me. Congratulations to you on the growth of your family, my man. Congratulations Thank to you. Thank you very much. Yeah, welcoming a what, a baby boy, a little girl. What, what is going on? Baby boy. Oh, Jackson. Man. First, uh, first kid, and hey, we're super excited. Jackson Hilliard, super tough name. That's a big league that's name, a, right there, a, baby. Well, his middle name's James, so we yeah. might call him JJ Hilliard. But I, yeah. I agree. I think that's a first round name, right there. You're, you're very correct. <laughs> How old is he now? He is like uh, almost two weeks. Okay, so you start oh making my. him left-handed now. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the plan. Uh-huh. We that's already tied his right hand behind his back. So smart. <laughs> incredibly smart and capable. Yeah. We were talking off the air a little bit. We were. We were like, hey, what are we going to go over? We're going to talk about the hill, obviously, in center field. Yeah. We're talking about you hitting dingers over it and robbing dingers over it and kind of the whole thing. And you were like, but, boys, we can't get into that until you, you were expressing us. You were like a swaddle expert. You, <laughs> yeah. know how, you know how to protect a baby's fingernails. The only thing I know what a swaddling is. For right. Me. I mean, I'm pretty good. I, I, <laughs> I, sh- I wrap him up like a burrito. And yeah. Yeah. You, you tuck the arms. His arms just want to go straight up by his head. So yes. you, you got to tuck the arms. That's the hardest part. And then. Uh, you know, I watched a lot of YouTube videos, so it's Smart. not like I just knew how to do it or anything. But, um, you know, compared to my wife, I'm, I'm an expert swaddler. Yeah, I cut take that off, right two, now. Two, two great things <laughs> yeah. about Albuquerque. Number one, boost your power numbers. Yeah. Number two, burrito rolling yeah, you leads get, you to be a better father. Become an expert. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's the, true. The next time you're up at the Rockies, they're going to do those, like, little league factoids where it's like, you know, like in the yeah. Little League baseball, they're like, favorite yeah. superhero, Captain. For you, it's swaddle expert yeah and then you'll be you'll be up there and set <laughs> are you a sentimental dude on the last day of the year um absolutely not this year <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, <laughs> sometimes i can be but this year you know i got a little baby boy waiting on me mom's tired yeah so i'm just i'm, I'm itching to get home and and start my life with my my new family my there new you member go. of my Heck family yeah. yeah you're in texas so texas yep. yeah so you're just going to shoot over real quick in the morning and you'll be set yep. up by lunch and it's the whole thing yep not even a nap in my future yeah. just going straight to being a dad oh, i love that just Changing diapers hey leave everything in your locker because that's fine yeah, I'm, just, yeah. I'm leaving a lot of stuff actually <laughs> like yeah. i got my crocs yeah i got my crocs i'm, I'm good to go so there's there's been a lot of debate on the show here today and throughout the season of course you know the hill will be gone. Mm-hmm. I, I could see people out there taking pictures right now. Yeah. So tonight's your last opportunity, friend of the show, Isotopes fan, to check out the hill. After the game, you can go out and take pictures if you like. Did you take a selfie with the grass, Sam? Was that you out there? Did you? No. It must have been somebody else. <laughs> looked like me. Sam says, I yeah. don't care. <laughs> so we got some debate on the program. Okay. Is it the Bernard bump 
or Sam's Hilliard? Which one? Which, which one is, is it? When which it's in the is, paper tomorrow. When it's in the paper. Um, I've heard Bernard's Berm. Uh, oh, but I, I, I like the Bernard's. I've heard Berm. people yeah. call it Hilliard's Hill. Yeah, Van yeah. Van tried to do Bernard's Bulge. And I said, that doesn't... <laughs> Hold on. I said, that's not appropriate, Van. That's, yeah, I don't know if that's appropriate. Yeah, don't put that on the radio, Van. <laughs> that's funny. There's multiple, that's not, you know, multiple reasons it. why he's a fan favorite. That's I mean, come on. Right. I got to give it to my, my boy, Winton, though. He, I think he's made a couple more sick plays than me on there, so we can name it after him if we want. Okay, I'm in. Have I'm you ever feared it? Did you ever fear it going back there? When I first got here, yeah. um, to be honest... I don't know if you guys have ever been out there and stood on it. Today. It, literally oh, really? today. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's steeper than you would think. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I so rolled like, down it. You see the grass stains on my shirt. <laughs> so whenever you're like running full speed back towards the berm and you're you're looking up at a baseball so you can't really see where to step, I mean, I can understand why they're taking it out because, it, it you know, I'm surprised no one's broken their ankle on that bad boy. What you just did is called a jinx. Yeah. You just, that's it a full on jinx. I got one day to get through, and yes. here you are jinxing. I'll be crossing my fingers tonight. <laughs> Hopefully you're wrong. But no, I guess they start ripping it out tomorrow, and we were talking to Ken Young, owner of the uh, Isotopes, uh, before you came on, and we were like, well, what are you going to put up a time-lapse camera? Are you going to, like, create a thing? and do?" He's like, no one cares about us ripping down the hill. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm like, I think they do. Yeah, we I, do. They do, we too. care very much. My, yeah. Big news. It, it is big yeah. news. Are there any hills left in baseball? Not that I'm aware of. No. I think, I think this, this is the last, the last one. one. The one yeah. in Houston was the last one in the big leagues, or it might have been the only one ever. But this is, a, I think it's a staple to the Isotopes field. And I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to miss it just for the fact that it was super unique. But uh, I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm not super sad to see it go just because, like I said, it's kind of dangerous. Would guys come to you whenever they first came to the squad? Would they say, hey, how yeah. do you approach it? Like, what, yeah. are, what was your tip? What was your go to? This is how you can be successful out here. Uh, I would usually say you're a center fielder, so you're a pretty good athlete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go be an athlete. That's right. That's actually Don't shoot. think about it. Like, just run up the hill and catch the ball. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I couldn't <laughs> do it. <laughs> so when, you, when, you're, when you're running for a fly ball up against the wall, you, you hear and feel the warning track. Mm-hmm. And then usually in a normal stadium, you got yeah. the hand out to feel the wall right. unless you're running full speed. That doesn't exist when you're running up slope. Right. It's not like you just, like, feel the grass up the hill. Yeah. Well, you, you, got, you still got the warning track, uh, but, yeah, you're right. Most of the time whenever, whenever I see people go up and try and make plays, they end up catching the ball and then kind of falling at the same time. You don't see too many, like, plays up by the wall unless it's a really, really high pop-up where they can have time to, like, get up there and find the wall and do all that stuff. But it's always, like... Uh, a chaotic play where someone's stumbling over themselves. You see a lot where they fall and then the ball almost hits them in the head because they're, you know, they fall and then they're, they take their eyes off the baseball. It's a, it makes for an entertaining play for sure. So I'm going to miss that part. You've played a lot of games here with the ISO. You played a lot of games, hit a lot of home runs. Mm-hmm. What, like you've turned your head over your shoulder a lot here at this ballpark. <laughs> yes, I have. Baseball feels a little different here, right? Like how do you communicate yeah. that? to friends and fans and those that know the sport around the country of just how different of a game it is offensively here. Yeah, I would say um, whenever I'm describing the park to somebody, I'm saying, like, left field is chip kind shot. of a joke. Yeah, chip like, shot. You can, you, can, you can miss hit a ball, and it, it can fly out 20 feet over the, over the wall at certain parts of left field. Left center, right center, like those 428 signs, the deepest part of the park, you got to really hit it to get it out there, but, you know, the elevation helps the ball maybe carry 10 feet farther, I guess. And then I think right center plays true. Right field pretty much plays true. So for a lefty, I've always kind of felt, 
felt that it, it's helped my approach because if I can just feel like I can flick a ball to the left over the wall, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to be taking those huge, big swings where I'm trying to pull a homer 500 feet, which is what, you know, big power hitting lefties kind of, some guys kind of tend to fall into that trap, and it, it's terrible for the approach. You start chasing, swinging over stuff. That's what the pitcher wants to see, right? But uh, here I always feel like this place gets me right because I'm like, dude, all I got to do is put the barrel on the ball to left field, like <laughs> have, that, have that direction in my swing. And then that keeps me on all the off-speed pitches if my, my bat's staying through the zone a lot longer. And uh, not to mention, you know, you, you just clip it and sometimes you can go. But last night, um, after the rain delay, the wind was blowing in about 20 miles an hour. So, right. you know, it's it's still a baseball field. You never know what type of weather you're going to get. And uh, and also due to the altitude and, and wind and those factors, like, you see it's hard to play outfield here, especially with the hill. So, um you know, it gets you ready for Denver, though, so that's that's key. Yeah, speaking of Denver, I mean, you're up and down a couple times this year. You saw some success with the big league club. Besides being a dad, what does Sam Hilliard work on in the off season? Uh, well, you know what? I'm. Uh, it was a tough year for me up in the big leagues. You know, my, my opportunities weren't consistent at all, and I just never really felt very good. Uh, and, you know, that's just the way it is, but... Um, my feeling that I've had the last month here in Albuquerque, I kind of made a few adjustments and tried to go go back to myself uh, that I was a couple years ago. And, and uh, you know, you can never be exactly who you used to be, but right. I want, want to be a, a different version of that. And it seemed to work really well for me. You know, I've been feeling really good, hitting for power, all that stuff. And um, uh, I'm basically just going to try and carry that into the offseason and, and see if I can make it happen um, going into spring training next year. So... You mentioned like when you make adjustments, you try to tweak here and there. Is it all inside your head? Is it all mental, or you got the tablet out? You're you're looking for where your hands are, where your your foot lands. What's your approach? Um, this time it was it was purely, well, I would say like 95% um, physical. You know, looking at video, looking at my hands, kind of standing up a little bit taller, hands a little bit more behind my head, a little higher, um, because the way I was hitting the last year and a half. Just didn't really feel like myself. Didn't feel dangerous. Um, kind of felt. It's a good yeah, word. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just felt like a bad hitter, you know. Uh-huh. And I never really felt got hot. Never had that momentum going. So I was like, I'm just, you know what? I just got sent down again. Like I'm in AAA. What's the worst that could happen if I, like, if I go down? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be comfortable and I'm gonna do it my way, you know. So that's kind of what I, what I did, and you know, it's been really working for me. Is it difficult to not fall into that trap that is like? TikTok, YouTube, like, hey, the new approach is maybe move the hands first, follow through with the butt. Is there, is there a way to keep a distance from that and trust, <laughs> like, the tools and the guys that have made you successful? Right. And I guess the reason I really ask is because I also broadcast for New Mexico Islands University, and every athlete will come to me and say, hey, look at this video. Look at this thing I found. Really? You know, I want to say, put that thing away. Yeah, like, like, that's what I would say. I think that must be a new trend maybe because – if I see a TikTok hitting video, I don't have a TikTok, but if someone shows me sure. or a YouTube, like, quote-unquote, hitting guru, yeah. first thing I do is close the phone and <laughs> because I automatically assume that person doesn't know what they're talking yeah. about. You know, I've played at the highest level with the best players in the world, best coaches, and, you know, those, those people are still at my disposal. So um, I'm going to trust them and trust in the, you know, basically just the work that I put in over the years and the feel that I have. So when you're... So you're up with the Rockies, right? You guys got Chris Bryant, right? You got yeah. guys up there who can just do things with a bat that don't humanly make sense to me. Right. What are you trying to absorb from that as you're evolving your game? 
Is there anything you take specifically from guys you're able to see every day and say, that is the thing I think I can utilize? Yeah, when it comes to um, mental, like, approach-wise, stuff like that, kind of how they uh, go about their bat and what pitches they're looking for in certain counts, that's the type of stuff I really try and absorb and take into my own game. But at this point, like, my swing is my swing. Their, their swing is their swing. Um, I know my swing plays at the highest level, and for me it's a lot about just kind of, like, what my mental state is during the bo- like in the box and kind of what pitches I'm looking for and what kind of swings I'm taking at, at certain pitches and I get in a lot of trouble when I when I try and do too much and chase and and start guessing with the pitcher you know look, sitting on certain pitches instead of trying to stay ready on the fastball and stay ready for everything so but it is fun to watch be on a team with those guys Charlie Blackman Chris Bryant you know they're incredible hitters and right. they're just you know they're super uh self-discipline and they work really hard at their craft but they're also just incredibly god-given talent you know the next time you will put cleats on will be when uh december yeah 10th that's okay it's already in the calendar yeah. huh? Yeah. i'll be working out before then but no cleats oh, I'm just, I'm yeah. it makes perfect sense to me. take one holiday off you get thanksgiving yeah. off yep and then you get the edge right that you that's can't right. yeah you start getting the edge yep Last year I played uh, winter ball in the Dominican, so that itch was scratched pretty early. But okay. Sounds like a humble brag what I just heard. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do my favorite thing in the best place on earth. Oh, cool, Sam. Yeah, That's, super. It's a bunch of stories for another time. It, 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 <laughs> nice. it wasn't that great, to be honest. Oh, no. I got sick. All this stuff happened. But, uh, yeah, you know, this year I'm just going to take it easy and uh, and start my, my baseball stuff a little bit later just so I can spend that quality time with the fam. I like everything about oh, that. Awesome. Yeah. Any final words, friends? Adios, uh, Bernard's berm. <laughs> you heard it officially there. No longer the bulge. Van, I told you that was weird. I it's said bump. It, it uh, is bump. Okay, I'm just bump. talking about enough. Two men on, 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The, the Sports Animal. Back on the program, back live from Isotopes Park, joining us on said program. Friend of the show, the man who makes the world go round, GM of your Albuquerque Isops, John Traub. Welcome, John. Hey. Louder, louder. Hey. Welcome, louder. John. Come on, I need as much <laughs> applause as I can get. Thanks, guys, for being here. Thanks for all your support this year. It's really been a neat year, kind of getting back to normal, leading the league in attendance. There you go. Just Boom. having a, just, just we owe the fans here such a debt of gratitude. And thank you guys, too, for all your support. Oh, thank you. That is very kind. This, um, a lot of our job is work. This part is play to me. I love baseball. I am, we, obviously, we talk a lot about football and basketball and all the things that surround it, but uh, my, my passion lays right here. This is the thing I've been in love with since I was a kid. So, is that why you're wearing an Isotopes hat tonight, not is, a Cardinals hat? Uh, so, obviously, I wore the Cardinals hat last night here at the ballpark. Uh, John was proven <laughs> to that because my boys captured the Central, and I was in celebration mode. And Van and I went and took pictures on the hill earlier, so I put on an isotopes hat. There you go. So I wanted to yeah, make it's sure. pretty cool out there. You ever been on the hill? No, it was my first time. Yeah, so we're, we're, as people know now, we're removing the hill at the end of the season. Right. So tomorrow the hill starts to come out. So we're allowing the fans who are going to be at the ballpark tonight. After the game, they can go out to the hill, take some pictures on it. Okay. Really get a feel for how steep it is. Yeah, terrifying. It's kind of, um, well, it's it's not terrifying when you're sitting in the stands looking at it, but no. when you're going back with your back to home plate, and uh, it, it can be a little uh, 
treacherous for a center fielder. I don't know if you talked to Sam Hilliard about that or not. We but, did. Yeah, yeah we um, did. But Sam is one of the best at playing the hill that I've seen here. You see how athletic that dude is? Oh, he's, uh, Sam's a stud. Sam is a real athlete and uh, um, just happy that we've had a chance to see him here. Just don't like that we've had to see him so right, much. Right, If you know what I mean. Yes. Sure. We, he belongs in Denver. He belongs in the big leagues. And uh, just hopefully he'll get that opportunity to stick. And uh, I hope we don't not hope we don't see him in a nice Stokes uniform ever there, again. I like that. That's like so bittersweet, that. isn't it? Well, just like just like today is bittersweet. Well, it is. It is. But it's you know it's it's more sweet. Think about it this way, right? Normally we've finished right around Labor Day, maybe end of August. Yeah. Maybe first week of September. So normally we'd be a month into the off season now. Yeah. Right. The way I choose to look at it, we're a month closer to the start of next season. Boom. Well, and when you're having those conversations with the big league club and the way Major League Baseball functions, that's because yeah. their season runs longer too, right? You can't just no. call a guy off the couch if you need someone. Like the Rockies today, if they had to bring someone up, yeah. they don't just want someone who's been sitting around doing nothing for two weeks. Yeah. Sure. you got to keep the teams going. So it's really motivated by the fact that the major league rosters do not expand to 40 anymore yeah, in yeah. September. They only go to 28 now. So because of that change, which happened a couple of years ago, they need the AAA guys to be playing pretty much concurrently with the big league clubs. Um, so that's been a big switch in the way that the whole player development system has been operating the last couple of years, and, and that's why we're playing as late as we are. So so teams like us or, you know, any major league team who needs reinforcements due to injury, yeah. during, you know, for pennant race reasons, whatever, that these guys are fresh and ready to go. I don't know if this is still privilege information, but what are what's going to be the new dimensions of center field? What's the height of the fence? The It's exactly what you see right now. Just no hill just no hill okay it'll be flat it'll be 428 to the corners the hit the um the shape of the outfield wall will be curved okay dead center will be 400 feet right and it's just going to be flat okay and it'll be 12 feet high or eight feet high or whatever it is out there and that's what it is king young voila king young owner of the isotopes announced on the program earlier today you guys are also going to be making an upgrade to the scoreboard out in left field yeah and Break, i'm a, breaking I'm, news breaking news i'm yeah. assuming you're going with gigantic jumbotron do you need van and i to create like a welcome message for isotopes fans do you need us up there just uh, exciting the world absolutely thank you good answer yes yeah good answer if i said no you guys would just turn unplug my microphone right now right <laughs> good uh, understanding good i mean the board it's gonna be the largest board in minor league baseball oh heck yeah. yeah it's gonna be 35 feet tall by 110 feet wide one huge display uh, and our production crew is going to be able to put all kinds of fun, neat things together that the fans are really going to love. It's really going to enhance the fan experience, um, just like we always try to do. You know, every year people say what's new and what's mm-hmm. new and what's new. And when you're able to unveil a video board that's going to be as beautiful as the one that's coming here, um, fans are really, are, really going to love it. And we can play Mario Kart on it? Like, how's that work? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, All we got to yes. do, there's a it's a little plug and play. It's got a little <laughs> USB little deal right there. You, just go, you sit there with your joysticks and do whatever you got to do. And it's going to be a lot of fun. A bunch of milestones <laughs> this year for the team, not yeah. just on the field, but in attendance here at the facility and the fan experience and uh, you guys have done it in a real special way. Returning to fandom, returning to the game post-COVID, is this the season you wanted to have? Well, I think it's better than the season we envisioned. Heck yeah. Awesome. You know, for the first time in our franchise history, we're leading the league in attendance. There you go. Um, fans have just continued to support this franchise 
since 2003. That's the best one. It's been tremendous. We're so thankful for that. Um, as society in general has kind of gotten back to normal, people have become more and more comfortable being around crowds, being at big venues, things of that nature. And, uh, you know, the fact that over half a million fans have come through our ballpark gates this year uh, has been tremendous. So thank you to everybody for that support. I'll ask you the impossible question. Okay. I know there's multiple answers. But is there a moment this season that really stood out to you? Is there a special memory that you had of this isotope season? Um, there's two that just come to my mind right now. Okay. There's probably 20. Sure. Mm -hmm. If you give me a few minutes, I'd probably think of the rest. But there's two. Number one is when we did the Breaking Bad auction with Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. and right. They were in town, and we generated more than $100,000 for local charities. Pretty good. That was, yeah. that was such a... I, an emotional, energy-filled night. Yeah. It there was just this buzz that uh, I don't know if any, any of us are over it yet. Yeah. Okay. So that was really cool. Probably the most emotional and probably the best moment in many of our careers was the moment that Wenton Bernard Oof. got called into yeah. the big leagues and how that became national news. It went viral because we know him the way that we do. And you know what a great, special person he is and his story toiling in the minor leagues for 11 years, um, the family that he has, just his personal journey, and the fact that he allowed, really, the world to celebrate that with him. Yeah. Right. You don't get to do that all the time. You know, we have a lot of guys go to the big leagues. They go, they come back, they go, they come back, mm -hmm. and, it, and it's very seldom that you have somebody like Winton, who is the whole, hey, I've been doing this in the minor leagues for 11 years, overseas, foreign leagues, winter leagues, summer you know winter jobs to yeah try to pay the bills and the fact that he finally got that opportunity being the quality individual that he is and the fact that there wasn't a dry eye in the clubhouse when Oof. when warren schaefer told warren uh, told winton in front of the entire team that he's going to the big leagues for the first time that's what it's all about I'm and if you have if your listeners have not seen that video just go on to twitter go yeah. on to facebook whatever look up uh winton bernard uh, uh, FaceTime call with yeah. mother, yeah. and if you don't have a tear in your eye by the end of that check your video, pulse. Hey, check I'm, your pulse. I'm watering up just you talking the, about it. Well, I, by the way, a loyal listener, friend of the show, if you haven't seen the Winton Bernard video, you can go to our Instagram, at TalkABQ. Right there. Oh, nice. I didn't know you guys had the it The player who yeah. shot it, Brandon Gold, gave us permission to put oh, it on cool. our Instagram, so you awesome. just go straight there. The you know one that kind of stood real special to me, and I, it'll resonate with you and I, John, but I, I don't necessarily know the friend of the show. Uh, you and I went to a differently abled skills camp earlier this year, and that yeah. to me was one of the most special things. And thank you for allowing me to be a part of it because it was you and your family, your daughter was there. And it was Michelle Montoya with the community outreach. And it was all the faces that you familiarly see around the ballpark yeah. out. And here, like, not only are we helping individuals in the community differently abled, but with a love of the game of baseball, young adults, um, but we're talking about picking up trash we're talking about uh, making sure gates are we're talking about black we're doing all the yeah. little things that you don't necessarily see at, that goes into an event it's everyone at all levels and i think that was when it clicked for me john with the isotopes organization where it was this is fellowship at every level this is this to me was um as positive of a sporting experience that i experienced in this town period yeah. and i was very proud that you allowed me to be a part well, of it well fred i appreciate you saying that but you know I said this last time I was on. Uh, Michelle Montoya, who oversees our community uh, director, she's our director of community yeah. relations. She's doing this 24-7 yeah. year-round, right? 
and this is who we are as an organization. This is who we try to be, and we don't do things for the recognition. Right. You know, a lot of times we don't even publicize what we do. Right. Because it's not about that. It's about making the difference with, you know, helping out a charity, helping out children, helping out families, just being part of the community. Mm -hmm. You know, we sit here at this ballpark, and we have 500,000 people come here each and every year. We've had more than 10 million fans come through here, right? Shouldn't we get off our tails and go into the community to say thank you? I think that's really an, an important part of who we should be. And Michelle does a terrific job spearheading that, and our staff does just a wonderful job um, volunteering their own time, community hours. Nobody gets paid extra for doing those things. Right. You know, maybe we get a lunch from Chick-fil-A or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and sometimes that's motivation enough, right? It's, yes. But... But, hey, or, yeah. some, or sometimes some afternoon drive time talk show host bring you New Mexico Pinon coffee. You know That's, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And uh, I sampled it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, right? It is pretty, it's good. pretty good. That lemon cookie one, yeah, right? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Every morning for me. You got yeah. it. John, so, oh. anyways, yeah, I, I, I could go on and on. I appreciate what you're saying about... Um, just what we do in the community. We have our, you know, it falls under the moniker of isotopes involved. Yeah. And we really want to be involved. It's our duty to the community, but we have people on this staff who are so good-hearted, okay, who's just like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. We have sign-up sheets. We have, hey, what are we doing today? And people just jump at the opportunity to get involved. So we're thankful for that. But, you know, we're, we're more than just a baseball team. We're more than just family entertainment at the ballpark yeah we are a community partner and we take a lot of pride in that proud to be your friend john thank you so very much thanks fellas great good year show. good season year. yeah we'll yeah. have you on periodically throughout obviously winter meetings all those kind of things we'll make sure you're giving us the updates that the friends of the show want you got it and you know we're here all the time uh you know we don't go into hibernation we're not putting our feet up starting <laughs> no. tomorrow no vacation for you tomorrow uh no <laughs> I did, you know, last last October I took a little bit of time, personal time off, yeah. to celebrate our 30th wedding anniversary. But that's Aww. that's a rare opportunity uh, for me and and my family and my wife to get away. Normally we're, man, this thing's a, this thing is this is round the clock, man. You know, the, I mean, they, it may look like a well oiled machine, but our staff puts in so many hours it's, during the off season to get all this stuff ready. I like and that. So that when we get ready April 4th. We're ready to rock and roll. If you practice hard, Van, the game is easy. Yes, sir. If you let's see, see if I can remember this yeah. right. If you're, if you're, if you prepare, if you are, if you don't prepare, what is it? I don't know. Oh gosh, I'm just <laughs> killing your time here. So sorry I, about that. If you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Boom! There it is. Sorry. Uh, also, Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> Michael Scott, yeah. Wayne Gretzky. The, the the famous worldwide high school uh, New Mexico Hall of Fame coach from Carlsbad, um, Tom Forney, Tom Forney of would say proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's a lot of peas. Thinking of that, I just had a bottle of water here. Six peas of excellence. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. This is where New Mexico comes for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay, quickest three minutes in all radio before we do 10 long minutes with our very good friend Josh. Su- Su- <laughs> Don't cry because you're going to make me cry. Uh, well, you know the rule yeah. about baseball. Did you see um, Barbara Maddox's shirt? 
She was walking by. It says I, there's no crying in baseball. I did see that. Yeah. I've heard that before. Yep. Yeah. Unless you get called up to the major leagues, then you can cry. Josh Sushan here with us. on Let's <laughs> 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 cross talk. Stop it. Well, here's here's the thing. Thank you. This It's bittersweet because obviously we love being here. Obviously got one more day to milk it, one more game to milk it. Mm-hmm. We're going to miss these moments with Josh. But now he's got free time. We could hang out off oh, the Oh, we're going to hang out, Jay? He's going to come hang Jay, out with us at Howie's. Well, we got to help you put down some turf in the backyard because you're taking all of it off the hill. Is that <laughs> <Yeah>. what's up? <laughs> There's a lot of factual statements that were just made. That's... <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what's up with your Monday? You coming to Howie's? We're going to, you know, the, hang out? Yeah, I'll come, yeah, I'll come to Howie's on okay. Monday. Okay, yeah, so everyone come, come to Howie's, meet Josh Sushan. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, you got a bunch of leftover giveaway? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How do you make friends when you're not at the ballpark? I don't even really know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, <laughs> like, once you learn, please tell me. Yeah, just... <laughs> how, how much of Tal's Hill, uh, Tal's Hill, listen to me, how much of the Bernard bump are you taking? However much they allow me to take. It how might big is depe- your yard? It might depend on how much it gets ruined tonight by our fans and the afternoon radio hosts That's on a good point. 610 Esports. Okay. Hey, we, hey, we already took our picks. Okay. We, we're done. <laughs> we're handled. We, okay. we had a private <laughs> yeah. session out there, just yeah. us. I did the jumping over the fence, holding my hat, pulling back a home run ball, like all of okay. like all of the best ones. All yes. the best ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I did calf lifts, did I tell you, while I was over there? <laughs> the thing is... It like, is really good for calf lifts. It's dumb it really steep. Is. It like, really is. Seriously, was that the first time you guys had ever been out there? Of course. First time oh, ever been, my yeah. goodness. Well, you never invite us to do anything. You never ask. That, all right. Well, actually, you do, and I usually... <laughs> like, oh, that's a Forrest Stolting question. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you don't want to say no, you name someone else. <laughs> Such a true statement. <laughs> we, no, seriously, but like the first step's flat, and the second step, you're like, oh, that's pretty steep. And then the third step, you're like, oh, that's why everyone falls down. Yeah. yeah. You were like, exactly. what am I doing upstairs? Yeah. This is this is weird. It's going to be so weird in the offseason seeing the transformation. I've been trying to take so many photos from different angles so I could do before and after. Man, it's just going to look so weird. And just seeing construction crews out there the entire offseason. Off I, I was told that... Time-lapse? Is that what you're about to talk yeah. about? You're yeah, it was kind of well. you got to plug in a GoPro well, all problem? summer. Just do you, it. All you, winter, want, you want to give me one? I got one. All right. We got extras. Well, maybe we'll no, do that. I mean, why wouldn't I have a GoPro? <laughs> okay. We got extras. Yeah, you but, know about a GoPro that you're not using? <laughs> we live weird lives. Okay. Jay. We live super weird lives. Michael, if we go early, can we come back early so we can wrap it up with Jay? He just you're said the like best. 30 seconds. No. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, he said music or something like that. Michael, we'll come you, back for more. Mike, did you start producing this show in the very last one at Isotopes Park? Did I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> more with Jasu, Sean, where we get back. Tuning on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now betting for the Sports Animal. For the last time for Isotopes Park. Number two. Menon, Menon, Van Van Nunley, and and Fred Fred Slow. And in the the on-deck circle, Robert Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And Josh Sushan. (laughs) All right, so Ken Young told us, and then it was confirmed by John Traub, brand new video scoreboard going in in left field. Yes. True. So in theory, you could put us out there every time we do the show yes. next season for everyone to see throughout the entire Ice Toast Park. 
That's a John Trump question. Ah, okay. okay that's no a, promises? That's, Come on. That's a callback. Lean in into this. All right. We only got 10 minutes. Can you fit all your best isotopes memories from the season into just 10 minutes? Well, all of them involve Winston Bernard and or home runs and or grand slams. Boom. I mean, that, that's the season. The mm-hmm. season is more home runs hit than any other team in minor league baseball. Pretty good. More grand slams hit than any minor league baseball team ever of all time of any decade of any century. All right. And Winston Bernard doing Winston Bernard things. Like, that's the story of the season. Sure. And giving up a whole lot of home runs. It's all pretty good. Oh, I mean, it's elevation. It's thin air. Yeah. I did, the, I did the math. It was very basic math. I've called more home runs than anybody else in North America. Between all the home runs we've hit, all the home runs we've given That's up. super strong. Because the Yankees have hit more than us, but their pitchers have given up significantly fewer yes. than, than we have. So I have called more home runs than anybody else. What we need to do is we need have fan submittals on home run calls and you pull them ping pong style out of a bowl ah. as one is occurring uh this is a fun raffle slash fundraising activity that i've just created that's an idea for may 15th not the last game of the this, season well nah. this, this we start may 15th today okay is what we do so the entire off-season campaign for home run calls where we stand outside of an Albertsons and take suggestions from people as they walk in. I think this is very smart. April 4th is the home opener, by the way. Isn't that crazy? April 4th. It's like 100. I did the math yesterday. I think it's 186 days away. That's basically spring. Yeah. It's right around the corner. Hey, Albuquerque better prepare itself for next year because we just got some inside info uh-huh. that there's going to be a Cinco de Mayo mariachis next year. Really? I didn't yeah. even know this. That's a what else birdie. did you? What, what else? We're getting a lot of of inside info. Well, we are journalists. So, so the hill, the video board, (laughs) even say it out loud. Mariachis. You almost said it with a straight face. (laughs) What what other journalistic scoops have you guys uh, encountered tonight? The uh, well, like I said, we're going to be live streamed on the big new scoreboard. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's one. That's a thing. The Uh, the usheress. Maryland makes great cookies. Uh-huh. There's there's your uh, breaking news. We're doing the hidden ball game uh, between the second inning today. That'll be a fun one for the yeah. fans that attend. You guys are? You too? Yeah, we are, yeah. And then uh, what else? Oh, so we're going to get our face on the tarp. Did I tell you that? So for rain delays, they're going to put Van and I on the tarp. Uh, so that'll be cool. So we have that. There's a lot of positives going right now. Okay. Yeah. I like it all. Is I'm- that... I'm in favor of it all. Is that in your inventory for sales? You get a commission on that? It is now. (laughs) So you guys better pay top dollar or else we'll pitch it to someone else. Yeah. We'll say, so we'll say, we'll get Pinion Coffee, right, to do it. And then we'll say, uh, uh, is it pouring, and it's us pouring coffee. Oh. And it'll be. So that's actually really good. I'm very good at this low key outside of the effort that I give. (laughs) That's actually a really good idea. I might steal that idea. (laughs) You can't steal it. I just said it. On FCC regulated radio, but a lot of other people didn't hear upstairs who are my coworkers. Okay, they all listen. We all know that. Everyone knows they listen. This is the final one, though. No road games. No nothing. Uh, at the end of the year, on a scale of one to ten, what is your emotion level? Man, it's all over the board. To be honest, yeah. You know, like I'm sad. I'm excited. I'm melancholy. I'm 
You know, I, they're all. It's all over the board. You know what's interesting? Like you just said, you know, there's no more road games. So this is my ninth year. It's only the second time that the season has ended at home for me. Like it's ended at New Orleans oh. and Reno and Sacramento and Fresno and like all over the place. So you play this game and then you got to wait around to take a bus to the airport. It's never a direct flight. You sit around and wait longer for the second flight. You get home. You get your car. But this one, like the off season, just starts. Immediately, as yeah. soon as the game is over. 10 o'clock is, tonight. What, maybe even sooner. Uh, hopefully sooner. <laughs> so, I mean, that part's, like, really fun. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm sa- I'm excited to, like, have a normal life, but I'm sad because my life's more interesting during baseball season, and <laughs> the weather's going to turn anyway, so we couldn't keep playing games much longer. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's it's just weird, you know? Like, uh, like, so many people around here, like Francina Walker and, you know, this is like our, it's like your family. It's your summer family, right? And so it's like you're writing in someone's yearbook and you're like, you know, so great meeting you in math. I'm really glad we got to know each other. Keep in touch. Don't ever change. KIT. Longer you know, letter well, later. No matter what happens <laughs> in anyone's professional career here, this is the one time and the last time that this specific group of individuals will be together working towards this specific goal. Oh, Right? Yeah. To where it's the people that you just named or the people you're thinking of, they'll move on to greater opportunities, maybe within the organization, maybe another organization. Obviously, the players will change. Yeah. Obviously, all those connections that are so important and powerful right now, not that they're necessarily lost, but they are gone. Yeah. You know, from the player standpoint, look, there's some players who'll be back next year with us. There's some that'll be in the big leagues. There's some that'll be in other organizations. There's some for being candid amongst friends. This will be the final game they ever play as a professional. Yeah. Ooh. Either today or yesterday or the day before or something like that. Like, that's it. It might be the end of the road, you know, for some people. And, you know, there, I'm sure that there's some people all around AAA baseball today who, who are having those thoughts. They're going to be on a plane. They're going to be driving home, and they're going to be thinking, do I even want to do this anymore? You know, have, have I had enough? And if so, then what do I do next? So it becomes very emotional for players as well as they hang about the next chapter. Uh, you, you mentioned people going up and, and staying there. Recently, you mentioned uh, Ezekiel Tovar. You think yeah. he was here for a little spell? Like, like a, five minutes. Five, cup, five a minutes. A cup of pinion <laughs> yeah, coffee. Yeah, a cup of pinion coffee, then he's up forever. Who else that was an isotope this year will never come back down to be an isotope? Ooh. Ryan Ezekiel Feltner. Tovar. Feltner. Ryan Feltner. Okay. Um, you know, I think Jake Bird will never come back. You know, and then there's the guys you don't know, but you hope. Guys like Montero, Bouchard, Alan Trejo. You know, guys like that, Chad Smith, Justin Lawrence, you know, you kind of hope that they don't come back, but you never know based on who the Rockies signed and all that kind of stuff. Um, but Bird's staying up for good and Feltner's staying up for good. I don't good. know if we'll see DJ Peterson again. It depends what happens in the next level, but he, yeah. to me, seems like a major league talent. And for what he did all season long, I think he has strong possibility of breaking camp. In the, obviously, we're way projected. Would you say yeah, 190 sure. days? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he seems like a top-tier caliber guy. Um, but there's He also of- might be in demand at another organization. Yeah, sure. You know? I mean, you extrapolate his numbers over 500 at bats, and he's like 35, 100. Right. You know? Pretty good. You know? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. The, obviously, you know. we talked a lot about the Wyndham Bernard saga this season, him going up and the impact around the nation with that, removing that, removing those home runs. What was that little moment? We talked about the big moments for you. What was the little moment for you where you were like, this is, this is not work-life balance. This is just my life. I mean, that's kind of every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, when I, when I think about, like, the most memorable series, okay, I think about, you know, we had a six-game sweep of Salt Lake. Excellent. And, and that was just really fun, right? And there was lots of great promotions, you know. Um, you know, 
I, I, I think about like women in sports night. I had a big part in women in sports night. I had a big part in Jackie Robinson night. I had a big part in planning Juneteenth. And I'm really proud of those three nights, you know. Um, the series that we had at Tacoma, to me, was like baseball nirvana because it was just super high-quality baseball. The field was immaculate. The weather was perfect. Like the on-field performance was just such on a high level. That was like one of my favorite just like weeks of the season. I love Tacoma in August, and so that was super fun, you know. And then even shoot this past Sunday, you know, I wake up early to prepare for a broadcast. I do a broadcast, and then I'm involved in all of our travel stuff, making sure it gets on the plane and making sure, you know, that we're ready to go for like the next day. And so, like, that's an exhausting day. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's fun, you know. It's, and it's coming to an end. What is the weirdest? Oh, what is the weirdest thing you're going to find in the locker room after the season? Good question. Oh, that is a good question. You know, there's um, so there for a while. I was collecting bats of pitchers. Like I had a Jair Jurgens bat and like a Christian Bergman bat. That's a weird flex, yeah. right? It was just like and and so just, I just think it's funny to have a bat of a pitcher. And now like those are extinct. So there's just random stuff like that that ends up in the clubhouse. Rubber uh, duck. We'll see. You know, that's a that's a that's a question for Ryan Maxwell. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> All right. So attendance record, home yeah. run record, Grand Slam record, Winton Bernard, Mariachi night, Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, and Greg Maddox. Amazing. Greg, Greg Maddox. Greg was here. Maddox. Dave Stewart, and Ron Say were here. That was yeah. crazy. <laughs> Bumped. It's just like how how do the isotopes level up? How do you beat this amazing year? We always find a way, and I know we're up against it. I want to thank you guys and Robert for uh, being out here and caring and paying attention and making it fun and supporting us and making all of this fun with me and John and the players who come out here. Like, thank you guys very much. Baseball's fun again? It's always been fun, but you guys made it more fun. Oh, my goodness. Cut that, Mikey. Michael, you got that one? We need that one. that one. One track mine back there at the studio. For the last time this season, we hand this one off to Josh Sushan and the Albuquerque Isotope Baseball Network. Van, any final words? Oh, too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. Josh Sushan, thank you.